Live from Houston, Texas, a show for local business owners. This is Business Houston Podcast. If you're a small or medium-sized business, this is your source for trends, interviews, and tips for winning in today's economic climate. Presented by the BBB for Greater Houston and South Texas. You're listening to Business Houston, and this is your host, Matt Bertram. We are live uh, with uh, Business Houston Podcast. Today, my guest is uh, Eric with Visa Solutions out of the Woodlands. Uh, Eric, how are you doing today? Very good, Matt. Uh, ready for uh, wrapping up the year and getting almost ready for the holidays. So thank you for inviting me, Matt. Uh, it's a pleasure uh, being here. Absolutely. So tell, tell us a little bit about uh, Visa Solutions and uh, the, the Visa staffing options that, that your company offers. Yeah, great. Uh, so Visa Solutions, it's an international immigration and recruiting agency. So uh, it was uh, Founded in 2008 by our CEO, Jose Gomez Urquiza, and together with his mom, uh, he started the business in the toughest year of the economy until this one. Um, he started it with a great opportunity where a friend uh, contacted him and said, hey, can you help me to find some uh, international truck drivers? So he started it. Uh, he got a great initial contact. And with that, uh, without knowing anything from this industry, uh, he grew the company from recruiting a couple of, you know, hundreds of people to more than a thousand that we do currently and in the last couple of years. So that's 12 years of story in, in 10 seconds. Uh, it's been a lot of work. Uh, you know, he started this and then kept growing it. Uh, I partnered up with him four years ago. Uh, in the international expansion. Uh, so he invited me, I fell in love with the program, helping people, helping American companies, uh, helping local economies, uh, creating new jobs and, and you know, helping all the economy in general to keep growing. Uh, we specialize on certain industries and only on three specific visas. Uh, we're not a general immigration lawyer or law firm that you know does everything. We specialize on specific processes, and we only help industries that have uh, nationwide shortages, like those truck drivers or diesel mechanics or nurses. Uh, you know, if if there's an industry that is suffering and not finding enough qualified people in America, uh, we help them to come, uh, and we help those companies to bring the best of the best, and that's crucial for us. Uh, we bring talented people, skilled workers, super qualified, and we connect those great uh, people from more than 69 countries in the world uh, to the best companies that we can work with in, in America. So it's a win-win for everybody. Uh, we follow all the rules and regulations of the Department of Labor, of Immigration, of the National Visa Center and the consulates. And we just want to make sure that only the best come to America. So, Eric, tell, tell me a little bit about if a, a business was thinking about uh, bringing in foreign workers in one of those three industries, how, how would that process work or how would they go about it if, if they, they have a, a shortage? Well, uh, unfortunately, there's no shortcuts. Uh, the only shortcut is jumping 
that wall and we don't help those people. <laughs> but uh, the reality is that we do the whole legal immigration process. It's a very long process, usually to get an EB3, which is a green card. It's an employment-based category three green card. Uh, it takes at least a year and a half. You have to go through a lot of certifications of the Department of Labor. First, we have to certify the company. We have to prove that you're not taking a job away from an American, that you cannot find qualified people in the area that you are uh, recruiting. You have to run a market test. You have to run recruiting ca campaigns locally. And only when you prove that there's no way that you can find enough people, and that's you know the nature, for example, on the trucking industry, there's 200,000 open positions, impossible to fulfill, and every year keeps growing up. On nurses, it's over 1 million open positions. So again, we only work with those industries and with companies within those industries. And we prove to the Department of Labor that there's no way that we can find enough people locally. Of course, they have the, the first option. But once you've, uh, you prove that you cannot do it and you run through every single effort to find local people, then we have a certification on behalf of those clients uh, that process alone takes approximately six months. Then our recruiting teams in seven different countries that we have in the world will go out to many other countries. We have offices in Philippines, in South Africa, in Vietnam, in Poland, in Mexico, and some representative offices in South America and other countries. Uh, so we go out and find thousands of people that apply to these jobs. We do uh, all the certifications, background checks, criminal records, reference checks all yeah. over the world, filter them just to get the best guys or, or girls. <laughs> and then we bring them into the, the client. The client interviews them, picks them, and once they select the best ones that they want, uh, we start the immigration process. Goes to the Department of Labor, then immigration, uh, and every single one of them has to go to a consulate in their country and go to an interview, and only that uh, immigration officer can decide if they are uh, okay to come to America or not, based on merits, qualifications, clean criminal records, and uh, you know performance. We have to make sure that they will come and help the companies and help the local economy. Wow, so, so, sounds like quite a process. So yes. if uh, if uh, if a uh, a business was looking for um, someone, is there kind of uh, uh, size ranges of companies yeah. or number of open positions? Like help help better understand if, if someone was going, hey, I'm in one of those industries, I would like to uh, maybe hire somebody, you know, or do you have specific volumes of like, hey, we need to see X number of jobs, what size companies, can you provide some of uh, that criteria maybe of, of companies you, you work with? Yep. Of course, uh, we work all the way from medium-sized company to top, you know, 500 companies uh, in America. Uh, for example, on the trucking industry, we work with companies that have a minimum of 100 trucks all the way up to multiple thousands of trucks. Uh, we usually request that the minimum amount of, of workers that they, that they request from us, it's at least 30. And we have contracts that go all the way from 30 a year to 500 a year. Oh. Um, 
it's uh, is not that we don't want other companies that are bigger or smaller, but especially the smaller companies. Unfortunately, the Department of Labor uh, requests that they have a very strong financial background and that they have a track record of the performance of the company because they want to make sure that if they sponsor people to come to America, they will be able to pay their salaries and that they will not become a, a you know, problem to the government. So it's always a medium-sized company with very clean uh, financials uh, that are in need of at least 30 people uh, and, you know, sky's the limit of how many they may need. There's uh, uh, a max amount of workers that can get a, a one of these visas per year. So we also work with those quotas uh, that every year are granted uh, for all the, all the country. But uh, again, we do approximately 1,000 truck drivers a year and approximately another 800 people from different industries that yeah. come to America. Yeah. What are some of those other industries, right? So maybe what are some so, of those? We're saying mainly truck drivers, uh, diesel mechanics, machine operators in the steel industry, uh, nurses, uh, doctors, old, anyone in the healthcare industry. Uh, we also have another program that helps uh, entry-level companies like, you know, call centers, hospitality. Uh, unfortunately, right now with the pandemic, the hospitality industry is suffering a little bit, so yeah. we don't have much of that. Uh, last mile deliveries, uh, that has become uh, our yeah. key focus on these other industries. Uh, people that want to deliver packages, independent companies that want to get contracts with Amazon, Walmart, Best Buy, all these ones, just to do the last mile deliveries. Uh, that has become a very popular position that they're not finding enough drivers to do those jobs. Um, those are the main ones. We also have a VIP program uh, that it's for E2 visas. Uh, that's an investor's visa. Uh, so it's a program that we started about six, uh, six months ago because uh, many people in other countries were asking us, hey, guys, if you already help so many people, uh, we want to come. But they are not any of these. They don't do any of, the, of those positions. So we opened this program. We partner up with different developers in, in Texas, especially. And we help to create this investors visa program where people from other countries that have to be qualified countries that have a treaty agreement with America would come and invest money into the country and generate jobs and help to grow the local economy by investing in specific projects. So we have been diversifying ourselves into different uh, industries, as, as you can see, all the way from trucking and healthcare to investors and development. No, that very very interesting. So so Eric, um, uh, very and I, I have some familiarity with the the, the staffing, um, you know, sector and and uh, your business model is quite interesting. Um, tell 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 us tell tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Okay, so uh, I'm the vice president of of the company. I'm a business partner. Uh, again, I I met Jose, the CEO, about four years ago. Uh, I fell in love with the project. Uh, I love the fact that you help, help anyone that touches from the workers to the companies, to the economy, uh, to create jobs. So it's a, a company that helps a lot. So that has a, you know, a, a wow factor, something that, you know, makes you feel good at the end of the day. 
Uh, I come from the entertainment industry. I work for 18 years in transnational companies, uh, originally in Mexico. Then I got a, a, I went to England to work as an expat. I have a master's that I did in Australia, and I have a lot of corporate background. So uh, when my first kid was born, I decided to give it a try and start my own business. And the stars got aligned, and I met Jose, and it was the right project. And the last four years, I've been in love with this. So uh, growing it a lot and bringing some of that structure from the corporate world uh, with the bright mind of Jose, and together we have built uh, great things together. You know, just many company, uh, sorry, many countries, many people, thousands of people, and thousands of uh, partners that we have everywhere. So it's been fun. It's a fun well, ride. It, it sounds it sounds like a lot of fun. It sounds fantastic yeah. uh, business. So so tell me, um, how has kind of COVID? I, I assume you probably traveled a lot before. And you're probably doing a lot of things remote now. So can, can you share a little bit of how maybe uh, COVID has uh, changed how you do business? Well, I think it's uh, no different than anyone else. It has been the most challenging year uh, personally and professionally uh, and as a company as well. Uh, COVID has taught us a lot of things, uh, being more humble, being more uh, open to diversity and to adapt to challenges all over the world. Uh, it doesn't discriminate. Uh, so COVID is the same for everyone in the world. It doesn't matter who you are, you may get it. Uh, as a company, it, it, it was a very challenging year uh, for different reasons. On one side, there was a presidential proclamation in February, in, in March, because of COVID and how it was affecting the economy that uh, they stopped certain visas. EB3, which is the biggest one that we do, was one of those oh, wow. L1s that you are familiar with it and many other visas. So we had to adapt. Uh, we stopped traveling. Uh, we were very lucky and blessed that we didn't have to fire anyone uh, at one point around April. We had to sit down and analyze the business and say, what are we going to do? Because it's it's challenging and we don't know when is this going to end. Uh, so instead of seeing the bad and taking the easy route, which is firing people and shutting down the business or collapsing it, uh, we decided to be creative, to look in, into outside of the box, into other industries. And that's how we created our own uh, E2 program. It was something that was already in our head from previous years. Uh, also, we were already looking into the healthcare and we were like, you know, it's gonna be a year to strategize, to invest, to build a stronger team and to be creative. So we went into the E2 world, which is one of the visas that didn't get affected by by COVID all the way around. It's uh, the nature of the E2 is to bring investment into the country and to create jobs. So that is one of the visas that didn't get shut down for that reason. So uh, we open it. Uh, so far, we have a lot of investors already, and that new business is already doing great. So uh, again, it was very challenging. Uh, we had to make very hard decisions, but we're very 
happy that we didn't lay anyone off in any of the offices that we have in the world, regardless of the situation. We changed the way that we do marketing. Uh, Now, instead of physical events, that we used to run events all over the world and, you know, massive conferences to attract people. Now we do Zooms and webinars and and I have webinars and, and Zoom calls every single day, all the time, one right after the other. And now they have become very personal as well. So it's funny. In the past, a video conference would never be as personal as it is right now. So uh, the whole company changed the way that we think, that we value the business, that we value what we do. Uh, and I think we're very happy to see that we're closing the year with good numbers and with the hope of a 2021 uh, making the, the company stronger and bigger. So that's that's fantastic. So Eric, Visa Solutions as an accredited BBB member, um, yeah. what what does that mean to you and and to to your clients? Well, for both uh, Jose and I, uh, our names mean a lot. Uh, many years ago, uh, my dad uh, told me when I was uh, a teenager, he told me, "Be careful what you do out there." Uh, and take care of your name because for good or bad, you are the only Eric Vladimirez in the world. Uh, So that's great, but at the same time, that's a challenge. So be careful, not burning bridges and and opening doors and, you know, credibility means everything. So we stick in my head and funny enough, it's the same kind of values that Jose has, Uh, also has a unique name and he, takes care of it a lot. So for us, credibility means everything. So having certifications like this one, now representing a business and being part of chambers of commerce or being part of you know a certified uh, company in the eyes of the government and immigration and the Department of Labor uh, means a lot. So the BBB is definitely a great certification that we value a lot. Uh, of course, it gives us great exposure like this, but you know, having that and, and making sure that we have that seal in all our uh, websites and and documents, uh, it you know, it helps us to build that credibility. That uh, unfortunately, there's a lot of bad guys out there and a lot of fraud. Uh, and with us, that's the first thing. Uh, every time we go and meet any companies, they're like, "This is too good to be true, guys." Well, it is, uh, but we work a lot with it, and it's not going to be an overnight solution. It takes years of building this. So again, having this certification has helped us a lot uh, on building that credibility. So we're very thankful for it. Yeah, well well put, Eric. So what would be one advice you would give to maybe other small business owners or maybe even someone starting out with a micro business that's growing their business, maybe something you didn't that you wish you knew a couple of years ago. I don't know. Just what, what kind of advice or uh, nuggets of wisdom would you like to share with the audience? Well, um, keep up. The first two years when you start a business are the hardest ones. When you grow, the growing pains, right? Um, I think uh, structure, that would be my biggest advice. Get surrounded with the right people that will help you to build a structure around your business. Uh, take care of your planning, take care of your money, plan ahead, uh, always reviewing the best and worst case scenarios for your business. 
be aware of the worst case scenario that it doesn't kill you. And it's always great to aim for the best case scenario, but also be realistic. Uh, take care of your money, take care of your planning, take care of your structure. And as another friend told me one day, start with lawyers and end up with friends. And don't start with friends and end up with lawyers. Always take care of the legal parts as well. Like Those are some of the advices that have, have helped us. Uh, and work hard. The uh, you know the American economy is amazing. The American dream, everything that happens in this magnificent country is great. But you have to work for it. So <laughs> that's crucial. You know, weeks of 60, 70, 80 hours of working are the ones that are going to help businesses to work. Absolutely. Absolutely. So Eric, uh, tell everybody how to uh, get in touch with you. Um, tell everybody how to get in touch with you and um, how uh, the best way to reach you is. Well, if, uh, if you are uh, in a company that is struggling to find uh, good, qualified people, struggling to recruit uh, the best of the best, uh, that, of course, we do not want to take a job away from any American all the way around. We want to help America. We want to help your companies. We want to help the local economies. But if you're struggling because you are in one of those industries that have uh, shortages of people, please let us know and we'll, we'll probably help you out. Uh, we'll find the best possible ways and advices. Uh, you can reach out to us at this email. It's info at visasolutions.com. So very simple, info at visasolutions.com. Uh, send us an email and we will be happy to to get in contact with you and help you out. Well, fantastic, Eric. Thanks uh, for being on uh, Business Use and Podcasts uh, presented by the BBB. Great. Thank you very much, Matt, and, and Merry Christmas. You too. Thanks so much for listening. Business Houston puts a spotlight on local, small, and medium-sized business, interviewing those successful business owners in Houston and those business owners that are winning in today's economic climate. Business Houston is presented to you by the BBB of Greater Houston and South Texas. Make sure to like, rate, and review the show. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on social media at Hugh Biz Podcast. That's H-O-U Biz Podcast. Till next time, this is Business Houston.